joining us here with the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop, Chris Murphy in the newsroom. And, Chris, we're joined by D&J Cafe attorney John Curley, who uh, represented uh, uh, D&J Cafe yesterday in Sangamon County Court. Uh, so, John, thanks for taking time with us this morning. Uh, tell us what happened yesterday. Well, we went in uh, on a request by the Department of Public Health to get a temporary restraining order to stop these four restaurants from continuing food service. Uh, and, of course, we challenged that. We disagreed with it. went in and had arguments uh, yesterday with Judge Grishow. And ultimately, her ruling was this. She said that these four restaurants have had their license uh, suspended because of indoor dining. And I'm going to grant the injunction, and I'm not going to look at whether the suspension was lawful or not. She said if, if the department suspends their license, then I basically, I, I'm stuck with that. I can't look into why they did it. They've done it. And so they get the injunction since these restaurants are still providing indoor dining. And that pretty much matches up with the understanding of uh, County Board Chairman Andy Van Meter, who said uh, it's fairly acknowledged precedent that you cannot operate a restaurant without a food permit. That was the narrow issue addressed today. We hope the larger issue will be addressed soon for the interests of all parties involved. What does that mean? How long before your client can get some relief? That's unknown. And and actually, part of that uh, is in the hands of the Department of Public Health. You know, these, these restaurants have all requested uh, administrative appeal with the Board of Health. And they have to give us a hearing, I believe, you know, it, depending on which rule you look at, either within 72 hours or within five working days. So we'll have a hearing with them. And if that ruling goes against the restaurants, then the only choice is to appeal to the circuit court. So we're back in the same court again if we lose on the appeal with the Department of Public Health. We're talking with, going for a long time. Yeah, we're talking with John Curley, an attorney who represented D&J Cafe, uh, and there were three other restaurants that were in the courtroom yesterday, represented by attorney Thomas DeVore, uh, and you guys um, went in there uh, seeking to get some relief for these restaurants that are, uh, you know, their, their lifeblood is their consumers and uh, being able to provide jobs for their employees and so on. Um, what's their takeaway right now? What's, what's, uh, John Price thinking, uh, this morning as he contemplates well, the future? It, yeah. You know, I mean, obviously we've, we've told these, these restaurants, that we have to comply with this court order and they are, uh, they, they did cease, uh, indoor dining. Well, actually all food operations yesterday, uh, in compliance with the court's order. You know, we've already requested the appeal through the Department of Public Health, and then a decision will be made today whether we're going to do an appeal to the 4th District Appellate Court. That's ready to go. Uh, You know, hopefully, and and I'm hoping that we can work things out with the department, to be quite frank with you. Uh, Now that they're in compliance with the orders, uh, you know, I, I would hope the department would say, okay, we're going to give you your permits back. And you can do the uh, carry out, take out sort of thing, just like everybody else gets to. We're talking with John Curley, an attorney for D&J Cafe here on the WMAY morning news feed after yesterday's ruling. Uh, And again, just make clear to people listening, uh, this was not based on the orders 
the orders prohibiting indoor service. That's that's a challenge that is yet to be sorted through all the courts, even though uh, people point to the Kane County uh, appellate court area um, with the uh, uh, Fox uh, Fox Run, I believe, up there. Um, that restaurant uh, challenged the orders and actually got a court to say, no, they can't uh, be forced to shut down indoor dining, but an appellate court uh, sided with the governor on that. Uh, all of this is still yet to even uh, get to, you know, the, the Illinois Supreme Court. Uh, so the overarching question has not been uh, clearly addressed or adjudicated. Uh, so I guess just make clear for people the difference between that overarching question of whether or not the governor can have executive uh, orders uh, continue and, um, you know, refreshed every 30 days or so uh, versus what happened yesterday uh, to these four restaurants. Yeah, there is a difference. And so if you if you look at the case up in Kane County involving Foxfire Restaurant, and and even some of the cases pending here in Sangamon County, they're challenging Governor Pritzker's authority to issue the orders that he's issued. All right, so they're 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 challenging uh, the governor's orders on a state level. But what happened yesterday was was different. What was at issue yesterday was the ability of a county Department of Public Health to impose these stricter regulations. So it's county versus state. Uh, in, in one, it's the state that's being challenged, and the other, uh, yesterday, it was the county. But even but even yesterday's ruling uh, on the, the TRO, it didn't deal with whether the orders were legit. It only dealt with the issue that uh, restaurants can't operate without a food license. Well, that's exactly right, and that was that was the turning point in the case, and we knew this going into it. So the department... They wanted the judge to just simply look at the fact that these per- these permits had been suspended and not look at why it was done or whether or not the suspension of those permits was done lawfully by the department. But our contention was, well, you have to go beyond that. You can't just say the department has an absolute right to suspend permits and they don't have to give the court a reason, you know. Our belief is, and still is, that if a department is going to suspend somebody's food permit, then they they have to show they've done it legitimately. And you know, they didn't they didn't do that yesterday. They weren't required to do that yesterday. Uh, we think they should have been. They should have been able to show uh, that the law allows them to go in and, and pull a permit with these. In compliance with what we don't even think is a, a, a true ordinance, uh, there was just a notice sent out to these restaurants saying, here's what you have to do. We don't even think that was a law that was enforceable. And we wanted to show the judge that. We wanted to tell her, look, they've suspended these things, but they had no lawful authority to do it. But uh, she felt constrained that she could only consider the fact that permits were pulled and, and not go beyond that. John, uh I follow the state house, uh, and when they, you know, propose laws and whatnot, and and watch it through all that process, I haven't seen anything uh, saying that uh, you know restaurants are limited to no service indoors. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just been you know uh, executive edict, uh, and even on a county uh, wide level, uh, that type of edict. Um, where's the burden of proof lie in all of this? Where who? I, I, what kind of rights do business owners have uh, in this country? In this county? Well, that you know, that's a concern that I have. Uh, you know, you 
you know, in Sangamon County, I, I will tell you, we have some of the best judges we've ever had in the county right now. And I know that, that Judge Grishow, it was not an easy decision for her. Uh, and I know she took everything into consideration. She felt that she could. But this does have impact uh, well beyond just this case. It concerns me that now we know a local government unit can arbitrarily go in and fine a business or pull the permit of a business, and a court's going to say that's okay, even if it was done illegally. And that's a concern I have, and that concern goes beyond just the case yesterday. Uh, You know, that was a case yesterday involving four restaurants, but now we, we... should be concerned that this could happen on a grand scale to all kinds of businesses, and that that bothers me. John Curley joins us. He's an attorney representing uh, D&J Cafe. Uh, there were four restaurants altogether uh, in uh, in that case yesterday about the suspension of food licenses. Um, D&J Cafe, did they have any COVID uh, cases? Did any of the other restaurants have any, you know, identifiable outbreaks at their establishments? I, I know of none. And in fact, that wasn't even brought up yesterday uh, by the department. One of the things that I argued yesterday was that if they're going to find a business or cite a business, not only does it have to be done lawfully, but under the department's own rules and and the rules of the state of Illinois, they're supposed to show that there is an existing threat in that particular business. And they, they never did prove or even contend at any time throughout these proceedings that any of these restaurants had some particular ongoing threat inside their premises. So, no, it had, it had nothing to do with somebody having COVID in these, in these restaurants. There was no contention that anybody did have COVID in there. Uh, they just said, well, there's a possibility it might happen, so you're you're going to have to shut down. John Curley on the WMAY Morning News feed. Chris Murphy's in the newsroom with a question. Hey, John, real quickly, obviously there's precedence here because Casa Real got their permits back after being shut down, and Sweet Basil has said, made a Facebook post saying they're going to get their permits back. Does that give you a better ground to get D&J Cafe's permits back? Well, I think so. You know, I truly believe the department's real goal here is to make sure people comply with the notice that they had sent out. Uh, you know, and and certainly because of the precedent set yesterday, uh, D&J Cafe will follow that. I mean, we're, we're not going to defy a court order. And so certainly, uh, you know, I've talked to Mr. Price, and he's he's willing to go back to just the, the carry-out the curbside service. And, and we're hopeful that the department will say, that's fine. You will give your permit back as long as you follow uh, the rules that we want you to follow. So I, I would think that's a good precedent for it, yes. John Curley, let's uh, connect again in the near future uh, and keep up to date with what's going on with this case because um, you know a lot of people are watching what's going on here in Sangamon County because we seem to be a county that's moving forward with enforcement and even in Springfield with mask mandates and fining people for not wearing masks. So greatly appreciate your time, and we'll talk again soon, all right? You bet. Thanks.